I'm about to jump in your new fish tank <laughs> and hang out with the fish. They look like they're having a fun time in there. Do you think that they sing these songs in there? Under the sea. Under the sea. So it's actually really funny. We were watching Aladdin like two weeks ago Mm -hmm. or a week ago. And I thought I knew all the words to Aladdin. (laughs) And then I had to sing them. A whole new world. I think that one I would. That's it. That's it. That's how you. That's That's it. Yeah, that was that that was it. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, guys, back to another episode of Lower Your Voice. How are you feeling since have we talked on the pod since your LASIK? I don't think so. Huh? Well, let's give everybody a rundown of how it went quick little review and how you're doing now it was amazing i told you my funny story that i thought i needed rehab yeah (laughs) um (laughs) because i i mixed volume and xanax she was real lit i was lit but turns out guys you're fine you don't have to check in (laughs) if you do it one time (laughs) call Alyssa if you have multiple times but one time you're good Um, but I mean, it was definitely like nerve wracking, but then once I was in the machine, cause it's all done by laser, it's all done yeah. by a machine. It's not like a surgeon actually going in, but yeah, no, it's great. The healing process was a little bit different for me. Um, I can see, but I still see rainbows, but I will say they're not as bad as they were right after. Yeah. Like when I was driving or any lights, it was, I've never done acid. It is what I am assuming an acid trip is like <laughs> because I rainbows. just saw rainbows everywhere, but it's getting better. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Rainbows are a bad, a bad thing. Like if you, not after you've had LASIK, obviously that's part yeah. of the healing process. But if you're just like a normal person and you start seeing rainbows everywhere, it's time you call your eye doctor. It's time you call your eye doctor. <laughs> and it was actually really funny because I was telling my eye doctor that, you know, I'm, I was like, well, I'm still seeing the rainbows. I don't know how long it's supposed to last. See, um, he goes, because you're, your prescription was so bad and of your elongated cornea, he's like, you might permanently have some rainbows, but it won't really? be as bad as it is now. He goes, so you chalk it up that you have a little bit of rainbows, but you could see. Right. And that was kind of like his rationale. Like you might have them for a while, not as bad, um, but at least you can see. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So what else has been going on with you? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Should we talk about my tank? We played the song and then we went into your eyes. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Well, and I was going to say, you talk, you have new roommates. So, I took over. I took yeah, over. It's okay. It's okay. You were really excited about the eyeballs. And we're going to clip all that out anyway. <laughs> so I'm super excited. We got some new babies in the tank. Mm-hmm. We have a baby, baby clownfish. And he's so cute. And we were so nervous that he wasn't going to get along with the big one. And as soon as we put him in the tank, he went zoop right to her face and like touched her nose. She to nose. booped. 
He He's booped like, her. Hello. Hi, friend. It was so cute. I you were talking about it and I was I was like, I wish I was here. I know. You know, I wanted to record the interaction, but I was like terrified if it had gone a different way that I would have had it on film. Yeah. And I didn't want to risk it. You would have it. had another Sasha attacking an iguana video. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, you know what? Everybody in the room was like, should we record it? And I was like, we're going to leave this one. No evidence, moment. just in case. Yeah, we're just going to experience this moment. You also, you schooled me, by the way, when I came in with all of your fish facts. <laughs> Hashtag fish facts. I'm a good fish mom. You are. I've watched so many videos on YouTube. I have to know how to take care of them. Because but, it freaks me out if I don't. Yeah. Like I was I was just playing with them and you were like, oh yeah, no, they change sex depending. I'm like, wait, what? Yep. Just like kids in elementary school these days, as Jeff put it. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, which you probably don't, with clownfish, the bigger one is always the female because the female is the dominant. And you're supposed to have them in pairs. Because the females can get so dominant that they're like aggressive and then you can't have other good fish in your tank. So when you get a baby, um, the baby becomes the male. Regardless if it was a female to begin with, it can change its gender to connect with its pair. Look at it. They're so progressive. Yes. So progressive. I love it. Mm hmm. Um, and then it was so cute. I told you last night, I was like really worried about where the baby clownfish was going to sleep and he was sleeping with her and they were snuggled together. It was the most precious thing ever. I'm going to get a video of it tonight. And yes. show it to you. Also the <laughs> only clownfish in the world that don't sleep in the anemone, 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 anemone. Oh yeah. They're so stupid. They sleep <laughs> in the top right They're corner. so cute, but so stupid. Yeah. They're supposed to be in the anemone and instead they just like float at the top of the tank. It's so weird, but whatever. They're cute anyway. So, but we also, I mean, we haven't decided I'm deciding for you and I don't even know if it's possible, but are we going to try and, and breed them? Like, is, are you going to have little clownfish babies? I hope so, but I have to watch the videos on how to make them breed. That's what I was like starting to watch. And maybe you just have to put on some Marvin Gaye, put the lights down real low. I, I don't know. I think I need to just play the the Little Mermaid soundtrack <laughs> for them. I'm just going to start playing it in here. You know, I'm going to be a crazy fish mom when I leave for work and I'm playing like the Little Mermaid soundtrack so, for them. On loop. I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> just to like keep them comfortable. Get an underwater speaker. <laughs> Jeff's gonna come home and just be like what is going on? There's like a little suction on the speaker underwater. <laughs> and it just plays the whole entire soundtrack on loop. He already thinks I'm crazy enough. My goodness. Er My the goodness. Ursula songs comes on and they all get scared. <laughs> You have to skip that part so it doesn't scare them. Or still scare the crap out of them. So who, kid. do you guys, do you know who like the next roommates are going to be? Like what's the next round for the tank? So I really, really want an elephant tank. It's basically a dory. I think it is a dory. Exactly. But they have these little ones at the fish store and I've been eyeballing them. They're like this big. And obviously you guys can't see. I'm making like a nickel. Yeah. It Quarter? is. A quarter, maybe. Let's say a quarter with the tail. But they're just so bite-sized and so cute. So itty-bitty. I'm And they look like Dory? Yeah, they're so oh. cute. I'm obsessed with this little fishy, but they're expensive. Um, that little freaking thing was like 60 bucks. And I was told that like if we didn't get her a boyfriend, we put that fish in there. You know, she might attack him. So Nemo would attack Dory and kill her? Yeah, pretty much. Oh my gosh. 
That's the third. But I'm not going to spend $60 on a little baby fish for the clownfish to kill it. No. This baby clownfish was only $15. Can you believe that? Really? Mm -hmm. It was worth the risk to to do that first. Wow. Wow. You already put a price on his life. Watch that not be the name of it. I typed in elephant tang and you don't even want to know what popped up. (laughs) Don't Google it. So weird. It is just a blue tang. They're so cute though, the babies. Like I don't know if you can see for like for size similar what it is. Yeah, I don't know. I'm an idiot. I don't know why I've been calling it an elephant tang. It's just a regular dory tang. I really want one though, but they're expensive. So yeah, that's the that's the next goal. And maybe some angelfish. We're gonna get this whole thing set up. We're gonna have a whole party in there. I know. I'm so the baby fish. So that I can when I come and watch the dogs and have more responsibility with these fish <laughs> and have more anxiety when I stay here. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm just thinking about my responsibility when I come and stay here. <laughs> so stressful. Well, it's justified because the last time I was here and I took care of the dogs and the fish. There, you have these little silver fish, and I, I must have, I really must have blocked it out, or my memory is just that bad. But I was like, oh, didn't you used to have two of these silver ones? And you were like, yeah, that one died when you were here. <laughs> and I then I was like, that's right. You texted me, and I felt terrible about it. And I was like trying to convince you that it was alive and maybe it was hiding because I refused to accept responsibility that a fish died on my watch. Yeah, I was like, yeah, no, he's gone. He's just missing. I was I was so upset. Well, since that day, I mean, we've had another fish pass away also. So like I've gotten used to the cycle of life when it comes to these things now. It's not fun, but it does happen. So, you know, what are what are the do you know, like the lifespan of these fish? Like they last a while, right? Years. That clownfish in there is eight years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we have we have some time left. Um, so this past weekend, um, yes. we had a little staycation for Megan's birthday. My friend Megan, her husband was out of town. Um, he still spoiled us while he was gone, by the way. Great yeah, guy. I, I saw them. Yeah, story. it was really nice. So uh, we booked a hotel. And of course, we booked like a not. We're like, no, we're not going to pay extra for cancellation. We're going to go. <laughs> and it was actually like kind of rainy. <laughs> but it was fine because we did like like a sleepover we had matching pajamas we watched um movies pjs well like our individual ones were matching Mm -hmm. not matching each other we just looked like we had our life together in our own matching pajamas pajamas on we had fancy pajamas we weren't wearing t-shirt with holes in it correct (laughs) correct we looked like we had our life together um but my so we go down to breakfast and my mom calls me because they were watching Django, my dog Mm -hmm. and my mom calls me she's like you won't believe what happened I was like, oh, God, like something happened with my dog. Because by the way, every time I go out of town, something happens with my dog. Yeah. Never fails. And so um, they have a little Jack Russell. And apparently he got into a fight with a possum. What? His size. Oh, my gosh. And Django was, I guess, just on the sidelines, like cheering him on. (laughs) But my mom had to wrestle an opossum out of Jack's mouth. That's disgusting. It played dead. My mom was so proper. You didn't. You did not say possum. You said opossum. It's an opossum, My right? My mom had to wrestle an opossum. <laughs> it's an it, opossum. It is right. But who says that? I don't know. <laughs> an opossum. <laughs> she said she was taking clumps of fur out Ew. of his mouth. Oh, 
Oh, that's so disgusting. And that Django was just on the sidelines watching. Ew. Well, and then it was funny because the next day, go to my friend's baby shower and her mom had a little baby opossum in a towel because she said she found one swimming in her pool. And I was like, I think caring for it. Yeah. Now, they don't live anywhere near each other, but I refrained the story. But I was like laughing with my mom like we Jack probably killed his mom. <laughs> like Bambi style. Like we murdered one. You're saving one. Bambi it's style. circle. You know, Bambi style. It's fine. It's yeah. Fine. No, but it was funny. But the vacation was nice. Yeah. We were literally stayed. Did you watch anything away. fun? We did. So we watched um, The Girl from Plainville. Yes, I have that on the list. Um, I'm really excited to start it tonight. So good. It's about that case that was super popular a few years back about the girl forcing her boyfriend to kill himself. Yeah. In the text messages. So I, I, I want to talk about this with you because it's really interesting. Um, but then I do have to say this before we get into that is I went to the John Mayer concert. Yes. You love John Mayer. I am ab. Obsessed. Was it a panty dropper? Oh my God. <laughs> it was so good. And Megan came with me. Yeah. And she's not even a fan. Like she knew none of I was like I was like jamming John Mayer songs down her throat like the whole entire day. Cause I was like, I want you to know the songs. Right. And of Just course like jog her memory a bit. Yeah. I mean, she knew Gravity and Bodies right. of Wonderland and stuff like that. But um, even she had an amazing time. Well, that's good. And I'm like, you know, an artist is good. When you can know none of their songs and you still have a good time at their concert. Were you crying? Yes. Of course you were. (laughs) Yes. Just sob like little tears or like full blown sobbing while singing all the words. Um, so little, like I was just like, so beautiful tears, beautiful tears, beautiful tears. And also I'm going to tell like a super sentimental story. Okay. Okay. So, um, I, I got these tickets forever ago like mm-hmm. or like mid last year and it was supposed to be like brian and i and our friends um john and abby and they couldn't go um obviously i needed to find somebody to come with me and brian's mom was like if they play this one song it's called um stop this train she goes facetime me because she like loves him too yeah and i was looking through all the set lists because i do that because i'm psycho you actually like search the set list that's going to play at the concert? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know you could do that. Yes. There's a whole website to it. I'm telling you, I am psycho. I look so that I can anticipate like, are they going to play the song I like? Are right. they not going to play? Like what songs? I just need to know because I'm going to know. I just got to know. Um, And so I didn't see it anywhere on any of the playlists. I'm like, it's not really like a popular song. It's probably right. not going to like show. So going into the concert, a couple songs in, he starts playing Stop This Train. Wow. And so I FaceTime her and then all the lights go out and everyone has their flashlights on their phone on. That was the only song that everyone had their flashlights on. Wow. Because like I feel like every John Mayer song you could do like the flashlight. Yeah. Right. So as I'm FaceTiming her, the whole entire place is lit with like the iPhone flashlights and the song that like wasn't on. I was, I was getting ready to text her. Like, I don't think they're going to play it. I I don't see it on the set list. And he started playing it. 
That's so nice. Isn't that so nice? That's so amazing. I know. So it was really good the whole entire. So I cried during that, but then I cried during the whole thing because I just love him so much and I cry every time I see him. I'm just a crier. I'm just a crier. And I was like, (laughs) we're going to lock eyes and fall in love and he's going to like swoop me away. Um, That didn't happen. (laughs) I'm still here. I was thought I was going to have to cancel the podcast and (laughs) say, sorry, I'm I'm traveling for a little bit, but (laughs) here we are. John Mayer, if you're listening, and we know yeah. that you are, I was there, like I am at every other concert where you look for me. <laughs> My number is five six one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it was so good, so good. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, you were able to experience that with Megan. Yeah, and that he played the song that you guys wanted to hear. I know. I was so. so nice. I know. It was really sweet. But yeah, uh, so Megan had never heard of the story uh, with the girl from Plainville. Yeah. And I'd watched the documentary and didn't know there was a documentary. What is yeah. it on? HBO. Okay. But you have my, yeah. <laughs> you have my Hulu password, which it gives you access to HBO max. I don't know how to use that, but I have HBO max on this TV. I actually can't watch it on any other TV. Cause I don't know how to. Turn oh, it on. okay. So it's I'll tell you, struggle. I'll tell you right now and I'll even set it up for you before I leave. But all you have to do <laughs> is go to HBO max and then you log in with Hulu. That's all it is? Literally, that's all it is. I kept trying to log into Hulu and find a connection to HBO Max and driving myself crazy. And it was that day that I was trying to watch something at the rental with the rats in the wall, losing my mind. <laughs> yeah. And I just gave up. So I thought that you could just watch the HBO Max shows through Hulu. Yeah. But I guess it has to go into the other app. But you just, all you have to do, I'll set it up for okay. you. I mean, I won't so that they won't come after me and take my password. <laughs> We're just kidding. We're just kidding. Did you hear that Netflix is is um, testing out charging like extra for you to have your account logged into like basically another household? Stop. Yeah. They're, they're testing it out. charging so much money for a membership. It's gone up so much. I know. They're testing it out. But like in some like random ass countries like... I think it was like Chile or, or Costa Rica or something like that. Um, but they're testing out where you can pay extra. And then, so let's say, you know, I have your Netflix login and I'm signing in at my house and you're obviously signed in here. If you don't have that premium, then you won't be able to like log yeah. it out outside of your household. I don't know how, I guess it like tracks your IP address or your Wi-Fi. Yeah. I already have a premium membership with them because uh, when you do downloads, they like shorten the amount of things that you can download oh, unless you have the that. premium membership. So we can play it on like as many screens as we want. Yeah. And I can do as many downloads as I want because it was like creating serious problems whenever we were traveling. So I had to upgrade real quick. I know what they're charging an insane amount, but, but they're going to keep getting my money. I know. Because I love their shows. I that Netflix is still my number one. I barely go on Hulu. I mean I'm gonna check out this girl from Plainfield, but I mean for the most part, everything I watch is on Netflix. I watch I mean, I, I watch a lot of Hulu just because like yeah. the shows that I watch and stuff. Well you also don't have cable. I don't. I'm a cable cutter. So you you hit all the streaming apps. Which is actually gonna Yeah. It's gonna total up to a cable bill at some point. I was really struggling to speak because there was a burp coming up my throat. That's okay. I just wanted to share that with you. It's okay. I burped. <laughs> where did I burp really loud the other day? I was like, this is embarrassing. Um, but no. And first of all, I need to also stop giving my password away because the other day I tried to watch my own Hulu and it said there was too many people watching. Really? Yeah. Oh damn. Yeah. So how did cool. I get kicked out of my own? I don't know. I don't. I don't watch your Hulu. I have somebody else's Hulu. 
I just watch your HBO Max. Yeah. Which if people don't know the trick with the HBO Max, then, you know, shouldn't have to worry about that. How many times have you given that out too? A lot of times. I don't know. I think I off the top of my head, I think I know at least two people. Yeah. But I'm not worried about it. It's fine. And then I just jump on Netflix or I watch something else. We started the Plainville show over the weekend because it was raining and we were stuck in the not stuck, but we were at the hotel and I've, I try to like do a quick recap to Megan about like, this is based on a true story and there's controversy behind whether she should be charged, which I think she was, but she was, yeah, she was, um, of whether she should have been charged with this kid's suicide. And she was like, well, no, especially if you had history of, I was like, but you have to watch it because I feel like on the surface that you could just be like, yeah, no, um, you know, if he was already depressed and all of that. But then when you see how much she was pushing it and asking, like, did you do it yet? Well, if you're going to do it, just do it. All of that. Does it change your perception a little bit on whether she is like, if that does fall on her? I'm team. She was responsible from the beginning. Well, and she was also, she had a lot of issues too. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I didn't watch a documentary. It's been a while. So I'm excited to see like how it all plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, and to like refresh myself on the story because, you know, we love a good true crime story. Love it. So where are you at with the good girls? Are you loving it? I'm obsessed. So good. But I was literally laughing to myself. So a couple weeks ago, Alyssa tells me, I was like, I need a new show because that's all I do is watch TV at this point. <laughs> and um, she's like, oh, try the good girls. And you're actually like the second or third person that's told me to watch good girls. And I just, yeah. I don't know why I, I never committed to watching the it. The thumbnail's not as attractive. Not great. As the show. Yeah. Ladies, it is worth it. It is so good. But I still want to go back to when <laughs> you were describing it to me. I was selling it to you. You were trying to sell it to me and you're like, it's it's like the Sopranos, but like female. <laughs> and I started watching it and I was like, Alyssa, this is nothing like the Sopranos. Well, you get where the reference came from. Yeah. That's literally all it was. It was the quickest way I could describe it. It's these moms that wind up starting crime to just like recoup funds and like get out of the holes that they were in in life it was like one and done we're gonna rob this grocery store and it like slowly not even slowly like quickly find themselves very quickly escalates messing with the wrong people getting sucked into a gang and doing stuff with counterfeit money but still being moms still being like the suburban queen yeah because they were like we would be the perfect front right because nobody would suspect us. But it's funny. It's hilarious, but is nothing like The Sopranos. Yeah, okay. This isn't a mafia family. This isn't... Do you also have a low-key crush on the dealer? Yes. Not low-key. High-key. Love him. Christopher that Rio. Thro- we don't know what his name tat. is. I'm the throat tat. <laughs> the whole time. The I, whole time. The whole time. <laughs> no, but the whole time I'm like... Why, why am I rooting for him? <laughs> like, why am I enjoying this so much? <laughs> and I got to say, she's got a huge rack. Huge. You know I mean? I've Googled 
like at least six times about her boobs. Are they real? They are 100% real. So she started out as a plus size model. She's beautiful. beautiful I, lo- I love her. I forget her name off the top of my head. She has a very like familiar name though. And she also kind of reminds me of Jessica Chastain. Chastain. I don't know who that is. You would. Chastain. Chastain. Like Chastain. Chest. Um, so yeah, she was a plus size model. I could see who that. decided to go into acting. And she's done a few things. She's very good. Um, but her boobs are 100% real. I believe they're an F. Um, and what I found so she's interesting. Like, she's part of my people. I love her. Yeah. What I find really interesting is you never really see like white female roles. Wait. White female leading roles in shows with girls with such big boobs that that's not like, like this like usually, sexy like gross thing right like they're just normal i'm just there's a huge and there's never like any cleavage like she's a mom she's wearing like sweaters and she wears a lot of turtlenecks a lot of turtlenecks a lot of sweaters a lot of blazers but you can see this the, sh- the size the monstrosities on her her poor back girl just think about that you're like i know the struggle i zero out of ten recommend i do not know the struggle zero out of ten recommend i struggled <laughs> like even this weekend um one of megan's friends met us over at um to, like because we got like 20 minutes of sun so we like yeah. ran out to get to get some some sun and they were talking about it. i'm like you guys have no idea like i can't <laughs> just walk into a store right and get a bathing suit and not have a mental breakdown that's tough you got to go to a special bathing suit shop yeah but she anyway she's absolutely amazing in that show they all are um i love oh, what's the black lady's name she was in um parks and rec she was you treat her yourself real name yeah retta i think it's retta i don't know her name but she's great i love all of them and her her series husband they're so cute together they're on he is chemistry. the definition he is the definition of ride or die yeah he's so they're so cute together he was no question i got your back i'm like and she and the fact that she was just so nonchalantly like oh here's we're gonna rob a bank and he was like okay just do it at two o'clock it's just like you are definition of whatever you got to do babe yeah but it's like the reason why they were doing these things right we don't want to like spoil it too much for you ladies but like they have legitimate reasons as to why they're doing this they're all dealing with different struggles in life and they're just trying to like get out of that hole like i was saying yeah so they're like screw it this is the only way that we can quickly get out of this hole and then we're gonna be clean slate clean slate they just keep trying to clean the slate and then shit keeps happening but and they enjoy it let's be honest eventually they openly admit that but yeah. at the beginning they're not admitting it um so there are a couple things that we need to just like address because everybody else is and if we don't we're gonna be left out yeah then we won't be cool slappity slappity slap it the slap heard around the world i am teetering on conspiracy because you're you one of those you think it was a fake slap with a cheek pad because I saw that story going around. Uh, I saw that too. I think it might have been real, but I also think that it was the fact that nobody stopped it. The fact that like security didn't come running out to grab Will Smith or anything like that leads me to believe that it was like encouraged or that Chris Rock said that joke to provoke some type of controversy. 
so people could talk about the Oscars because nobody was talking about the Oscars. Right. And that's the only thing that people are talking about from the Oscars. Well, and I think we've talked about this in like past episodes when we talked about like Chappelle and stuff like that. Like, I think that comedians, we need them to talk about different like that. That's their job. Yeah. Right. Like if they if, if subjects were off limits, then. Hey, at least he said it to her face while she was there. Well, and for, OK, let's let's rewind. Right. Because I did not watch the whole Oscars. I did not. But I've been watching videos of like other jokes that were were pointed towards them mm-hmm. and they thought they were hilarious so um the host made a joke of that like oh okay so there was a mix-up in covid tests and we need to retest some and she was calling up only like the hot single guys yeah and she she was like she went to one actor he's like oh you're still with penelope cruz never mind you're fine you're you came back still married i mean negative and so like that was the joke and then she goes she says will smith will need you to um don't worry jada cleared you that you can come with like so poke making a joke about like their open marriage now the joke chris rock won it wasn't funny not Not at all like it's about her alopecia like whatever i get it kind of like sensitive but it wasn't even funny anyway yeah and you also see the video of like Will Smith like kind of laugh. Then Jada give him the look of like that's not funny, and then he starts to go off. Right. And with security, I'm thinking that maybe security didn't come up because he like slapped him, turned around, and walked away. They're also saying that they had asked him to leave, like on the commercial break, mm-hmm. and he didn't. And he, didn't, he, and he was at the after parties. Yeah. And he, but he did resign. He did resign himself from the Academy. Academy. Yeah. But I believe that a lot of that stuff, like him resigning from the Academy came because there was literally so much heat. I mean, what yeah. do you expect to happen? I mean, I'm saying that I believe it was like kind of fake, but at the same time, like I know it was also real because you could just tell he's just been demasculinized. Yeah. Is that a word? I'm sure. Demasculine. Right? That's a word? Yeah. Um, it is It is starting today. Because of her coming out and talking about the open marriage and then admitting on the red talk, table talk, whatever the hell it's called, that she had cheated on him. Yeah. Um, and then, like, people have just been, like, hounding them, hounding them about the open relationship. I mean, you sent me that meme with all the hot dogs in her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I died when I saw that, by the way. So did I. Uh, You know, it's just really sad. It's sad that he would get to that point like a grown ass man. First of all, I honestly find it embarrassing that he walked up there and slapped him like a bitch. Yeah. How do you not throw a punch? You're a man. You're a grown ass man. And and Chris Rock has made jokes about Jada Pinkett Smith before and so it's like okay so why now like are you hitting that breaking point like is this now where like mental health comes in and he just like lost his shit so it's like on one hand i could see he's trying to protect his wife but not the way not the time and then like chris rock like okay comedy is comedy and you kind of have to be like lighthearted about it yeah but it wasn't even a good joke i don't even think it had to do with her so much as it's like he's just like snapping at this point he's just so tired of people digging into him his family his personal shit but that's what you get for putting it out there right like this is this is what you ask for you know it's sad but anyway 
And it's not even like, oh, we we're both in an open marriage and everything's fantastic and great. And then if people make fun of it, people are going to make fun of it. Yeah. Like if you're so secure in it, then just like, haha, yeah, that's funny. Right. Whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's not what's happening, though. No. It's a shame. But, yeah, and I guess they had asked Chris Rock if he wanted to call the police, and he said no. I mean, and then he straight up won the award. <laughs> he said, this might be the best day of my life. I got slapped by Will Smith. It's crazy. And he did a comedy show, like, that weekend, or that following weekend. And he was like, yeah, I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> I was like, all right, like, you could have capitalized on that. Hot. It's too hot. You could have capitalized on that. Um, the Grammys were this past weekend. I have something to admit. What? I did not watch the Grammys, but. And I don't know if it's just become, it's just shoved down our throat so much, but I think I kind of like Courtney and Travis now. Really? What occurred? I don't know. I just, before when I would see them, I would be like, they are so annoying. I can't stand this. Like enough with the making out. I still feel like enough with the making out. But now when I see them, I'm just like, oh. They've grown on you. Yeah. Hate to admit it. But I saw their pictures from the uh, from the Grammys last night. And they're also everywhere. They went to the Oscars. When when was Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian ever going to be invited into all of these like <laughs> high profile events? And now they're going to all these high profile events. Like, what happened? Are you sure they've never been before? I mean, obviously, Travis Barker goes to the Grammys. Right. I don't think they've ever... And I don't think Kourtney Kardashian ever has. Yeah, but they're so... She's so famous. She could probably get a ticket to anything she wants to. Let's be real. I don't know. Maybe they just wanted a night out on the town. So they decided, let's just pop into the Grammys real quick. They haven't been in the public eye as much right now, though. So maybe that's why you're not so annoyed by them. Maybe. Because it's like it's gone in the past a little bit. And it's like, you know, it's it's not as much as a shocker. It's just there marinating in your brain. And now this Pete Davidson, Kanye West nonsense is like taking the forefront. So like that's super annoying. And then he dropped dropped out of Coachella. Kanye did? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know what the reason was. You didn't I just, ask him? No. Well, when we were doing our <laughs> weekly check-in with each other, I was just, hey, yay, how's it going? How are you doing? You were keeping it light. Yeah, I kept it light. Um, <laughs> um, okay. What would you say if Jeff branded his name, your name on him? No, thank you. It's freaking <laughs> weird. It's just so disgusting. First of all, a brand like Scar is so gross to me. Um, but it's just so unnecessary. But when you're tatted up like that, like he is, Pete Davidson, we're talking about, got branded. What is it? Like Kim's body or Kim's name? Kim's name. He has a tattoo that says, my girlfriend is my lawyer, but he got her name straight up on his chest. So if Jeff came home and was like, look, babe, look what I did for you. I'd be like, wow, you're an idiot. <laughs> That's embarrassing. I will. Because she was be gushing about same. it. She thought it was the cutest thing that she's ever like has anyone has ever of done. Of course she does because she's probably seen so many grandiose gestures in her dating life. This is it's unique. Yeah, nobody's ever done it before. This is like you know Kanye bought her a whole store and what other weird thing does he does when he takes girls out on dates? He like buys them a whole wardrobe. Yeah, and something else. Uncadams. <laughs> Um, well, not to get too dark, but we should just say our not condolences because he didn't pass away. 
Okay. Bruce Willis came out. He's retiring from acting because he was diagnosed. But like, I don't know. And I didn't get a chance to like look up like what the actual disease is. It's called aphasia. And I only remember because it's so close to alopecia. That's what I was, which has been hot in the news. And yeah. I keep accidentally calling it alopecia, but it's called aphasia. So and I was like, well, he's been bald this whole time. Like, is that <laughs> was that it? And now he's like, I'm retired. I don't mean to make light of it. I don't know what it is. So I don't I'm not trying it's, to make light it's of it. It's actually really sad. And that's why I wanted to bring it up because, you know, we're just so our thoughts go out to the Willis family yeah. and rumor and all the, the kids because it's really, really sad. It's basically like um it's brain damage, essentially. Like if you had a stroke and it's like the after effects of brain damage, then it messes with your cognitive function and like your comprehension of language. So wow. like he like literally can't talk. So has it like progressed that much already? Or is I mean, he like, I'm going to haven't down. They haven't publicly stated or announced how bad it is. But um, I was reading a lot about it and it said like symptoms of I actually got scared that I had it. <laughs> because it talks about when you keep like losing words and you keep forgetting words when you're trying to communicate like that could oh, be that like is a, you that is me exactly like it could be the beginning of that so you need to get checked out by your doctor and like keep an eye on it but yeah yeah because i'm wondering like okay is he deciding he's going to retire early because he wants to like kind of preserve this pre- he fe- like if it if it, I don't know how fast it progresses or anything like that but like I want to spend as much time with my family while I can have like normal conversations and do all of that it's probably a combination of all oh, I'm sure we'll find out more uh, as time goes on but it is pretty common unfortunately so I pulled up a quick definition here it's a language disorder that affects a person's ability to communicate it can occur suddenly after a stroke or a head injury or develop slowly from a growing brain tumor or in, like some other kind of disease but it affects a person's ability to express or understand written and spoken language. But once the underlying cause is treated, the main treatment for aphasia is speech therapy. So like hopefully it can help. But symptoms are speaking in short or incomplete sentences, speaking in sentences that don't make sense at all, substituting one word for another or one sound for another, speaking unrecognizable words, or not understanding other people's conversations or writing sentences that don't make sense. So when is your appointment? I need to, I need to schedule an appointment <laughs> ASAP because there's something going on in my brain. Honestly, I talk much better during the day. It's just like, by the time you get here to do the podcast, I've just like done so much and I'm so exhausted that like my eyes are crossing and my words and my tongue cross up too. Yeah. Maybe it's the texture of the microphone also on my lips it makes words come out weird. We're just going to go with that. Sure. That's it. But anyway, our, th- <laughs> our thoughts are with the Willis family. Hopefully it's not bad. He's like such a cutie. I know. Have there, has there, has he been, been in, a, he hasn't had any controversy, right? Probably, but I don't know of any. Maybe it's like controversy that happened years ago. Like maybe our parents probably know about it. Yeah. We were too young, but he's an amazing actor. He's, you know, he's probably one of my top 20, like, handsome men in Hollywood. Top 20. Okay, like, top 30. <laughs> nostalgic. Nostalgic. Like, not Bruce Willis now, but, like, when he was younger, yeah. he was a very handsome actor in Hollywood. So is Die Hard a Christmas movie? No, it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> no, everybody always debates, because Die Hard always plays, like, back to back to back around Christmas. I think that was in the show, The Good Girls. They argued about that. Did I, that did Die I, Hard is a Christmas movie. 
I watched something where they were arguing that Die Hard was a Christmas movie or not. So have we gotten any uh, requests for advice recently? We did. We did. People- and this is a good one. Okay. This is, I think this is going to be a good conversation. So do you keep gifts from exes? Mm. Depends on the type of gift. Okay. Elaborate. So if it is a nice piece of jewelry, like a bracelet or something... And it was expensive. Whatever. Like, I'm not going to just get rid of it. Maybe it's not something I wear all the time. But if it's a piece that, like, I can collaborate into some outfits, maybe I keep it. Or, like, you know, if an ex got me, like, a purse, a perfume, I'm not going to throw it out. It's like a functional thing. Yeah. I wouldn't get rid of functional things. Okay. Okay. If it's super personal. I actually have a story that goes along with this. Okay. Are made for that significant other gotta go gotta go gotta go jeff dated an artist <gasps> do you I, remember this story i do and she made him like a custom like guitar piece it was yes like 3d art it's actually pretty unfortunate because i think her art's really beautiful but i'm not publicly admitting that we'll cut that out it's okay um i'm just kidding it's gonna leave it and i'm gonna she, say we're gonna cut it out <laughs> Make me feel good about it as I'm talking about it. Yeah. So she made this custom piece for him. I think it was custom for him, whatever. And when he moved in with me, he had left it at the old place and it was like hanging up at the at the room that he was once in. And then when his his buddy moved out of that place completely, um, Jeff kept saying like he was going to take his art piece back. I'm like, where the fuck do you think you're hanging that? You think you're going to hang that in? our townhouse so when people walk in and they're like oh that's a really cool piece what's the story behind that well my ex-girlfriend made it like no 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 that's gotta go that's gotta go it's literally a piece of her like your art is an extension of you that's a piece of you you created yeah so what are your thoughts on it i i agree i think some jewelry is a little weird to keep yeah um like an engagement (laughs) (laughs) like and you're gonna wear it like that's a little weird um it's funny because when somebody asked this conversation came up and then actually on love is blind one of the girls got mad because he had a custom like watch box with his initials on it and i was like i don't think that i would get annoyed with like something like that i guess that's functional um but yeah i think there are certain things that are maybe like a little bit more like personalized like Mm -hmm. that, that I think would be a little bit weird. Um, It also just depends on like your level. And I think you have to have a conversation with your significant other to be like, Hey, this makes me uncomfortable or this doesn't make me feel uncomfortable. And maybe there has to be like a little bit of a flexibility on that. Yeah. Speak to your heart. Yeah. Yeah, Like have, have the conversation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have the conversation. It's like, does this spark joy or not? Yeah. Does this well? I feel like spark old sexual desires. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like sparking joy (laughs) could start a whole other fight because if something's sparking joy from an ex, then maybe that that could start a whole other fight. Use that like that other reference. Like, does this spark feelings for that person, or does it spark like functionality? Yeah, and also like, is this person still in your life? Right. Like, Mm -hmm. are they like? Do you think exes can be friends? We've already talked about this. Have we? Yeah. That was this. These are the things that we came up with. It depends how long you were together. Yeah. How it ended and how your relationship is today with like, like, do you have a significant other or do you not have a significant other? 
My memory is really bad. <laughs> it was a whole podcast. It was not a whole podcast. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> All right. So I think you just examine the stuff and, and you just kind of have to determine and have the conversation like what makes you feel comfortable and what, yeah. what doesn't. Well, guys, that's all we have for this week. Please be sure to tune in every other Friday for a new episode. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Lower Your Voice Pod and head on over to LowerYourVoicePod.com to check out our new merch. Make sure you're subscribing for notifications of new episodes and don't forget to leave us a review. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. We gonna take